You're listening to The Weird Sisters, Harry Potter Reread, Episode 30. On today's show, we discuss Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Chapters 31, 32, and 33. Hello and welcome to The Weird Sisters. I'm Danielle. And I'm Allison. And we are back with a bang. Our first chapter is entitled The Third Task. Yes. <laughs> um, very exciting. I was distracted by how, that it was episode 30. That seems like a lot of episodes. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is. But I guess, are we about half, once we finish this book, will we be about halfway through? Is that it? I, well, okay, we're, we'll be through four out of seven books, but the last three are longer. Yeah. You'll have, you, know. you gotta line them up and see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. You gotta measure them. Uh, anyway, we pick up telling the rest of the trio about the pensive and Snape. Yeah, a lot of new information and things to ponder and speculate about. Yes. But, okay. And they're also practicing hexes to prepare for the third task. So Harry is actually going to be prepared well ahead of time. I know. I'm, like, relieved that he's doing things... <laughs> You know, and there's only so much you can do. It's a magical maze full of unknown obstacles. Mm-hmm. But he's good on thinking on his feet. So, but just, you know, a few spells to his armory. Yeah. And, you know, plus he's always got Expelliarmus, so. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, but there is this tiny scene that we want to point out. And that Malfoy is, like, talking into his hand. Yes, because he's talking to Rita Skeeter. Yes. Hey, although Harry says it looks like he's using a walkie-talkie. Yeah, Harry's all about the magical or the muggle electronics right now. Yeah. And speaking of Rita Skeeter, the morning of a task, of the task, a new article comes out by Miss Rita Skeeter entitled Harry Potter Disturbed a Dangerous. Yeah. It's not very, uh, you know, what's the word? It doesn't speak highly of Harry, let's say. She's kind of over the the hero angle and going for the crazy, attention-seeking, mentally unsound type of guy. You know, which begs the question, Rita really has no attachment to the facts. So why even bother spying on people? Just make it up wholesale. Because it's always better if you can take something and just spin it. <laughs> she doesn't even do that. Her quill does it for her. Though I was thinking about, okay, like when she's interviewing Malfoy or whenever. Um, As a beetle, she doesn't have her quill. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to remember it all. No, she seems probably useless without it. Yeah. And I think we're going to get that reveal very... I guess, no, we don't get the reveal. Hermione finds out soon. Yeah, but there are well, other the, things. The rest of us don't. And, you know, because he can speak parcel tongue too, and that must be dangerous. Oh, yes. Well, to be fair. <laughs> he did get that from Voldemort. Because right, a part of his soul lives in him. Yeah. May, if Rita had known that, oh man. Right. And we all thought he opened the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. So. Um, 
Oh, well, it's right here. Duh. Hermione, uh, or Harry says to Hermione, you know, you're supposed to be reaching magical, researching magical methods of bugging. Bugging, yes. And then she puts it together. Bugging. Mm -hmm. And runs away to the library. To do what exactly? I think she's double checking the registry of creatures of animagi to show that she's unregistered so after that eventful breakfast harry gets dragged away because like the family members of the champions have come and he's very confused as to why this is relevant to him he wasn't thinking the dursleys would be there no, that would have been good. Maybe the Dursleys should have come. It would have been very funny. <laughs> they would only be there if they were kidnapped. <laughs> well, that could be funny, too. Oh. Instead, Mrs. Weasley and Bill are there. Which is just so lovely. That's so sweet of them. It is so lovely. I know. I felt a little pitter-patter in my heart when I read that. <laughs> I totally forgot that yeah. little detail. I mean... <laughs> or maybe they just wanted good seats. I don't know, but... They're still there. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Fleur is given googly eyes to yes. Bill. Bye-bye, uh, Cedric. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Wait, what do you mean bye-bye, well, Cedric? She... Cedric was going with Cho. Yes, but Fleur always had eyes for him. Oh, yeah. He at least, she treated him like a person, at least, because he was attractive. <laughs> but she likes Harry now, too, because he saved her sister. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, that's a nice moment. That's really all. Um. Oh, but then, Cedric's parents are a little less nice. They're. It's not that they're mean. They just have a lot of pride in their son. I don't know. Amos is a little mean. But it's the same. He acted as the same as when we saw him. In the beginning of this book, at the Porky. No, I think it's hard, more hardcore because now he's especially resentful that his son is doing these things and Harry's taking the attention away from his son. I don't think he doubts that his son will win, though. No, but he resents that. Oh, everyone's paying attention to stupid Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I guess I didn't read it as that mean, but it's just sort of uncomfortable. Well, and it makes you think of what's going to happen to his that poor boy and his father at the end of the day. Yeah, this is their... I mean, they get this their last day together. Oh. <laughs> Although, there is a brief mention of his wife. I kind of always thought he was a single dad because I never remembered him talking about his wife. Yeah, she doesn't really say much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Harry does have to correct Mrs. Weasley's conceptions about Hermione. Which, I mean, she seems a little relieved, but I'm still upset about Mrs. Weasley. Like, it's fine. Are you really going to believe that? <laughs> well. Yeah, I mean, she she takes Harry's explanation at face value. And goes right back to being nice to Hermione. But yeah. She gives her the cold shoulder mm-hmm. in the beginning. 
Okay, so anyway, it's task time. This is a really long chapter because the lead up is actually pretty long. We went over it pretty quickly, but it's pretty long and it includes the whole yes. task. Um, but Harry gets into the maze and it's not quite as hard as we would expect. He's not really meeting many obstacles, though. Right? That's because Moody is helping, right? Yes, that's because <laughs> Moody's helping. And he does, I mean, does have that nifty little trick about his wand being a compass. The f- Yeah, the mm-hmm. four-point spell. And he runs into a bog art and some weird golden mist that just, like, reverses the sky and the floor. That seems like a strange mist. Well, it was terrifying. He could have fallen into the sky. Yeah, but... Okay, but as soon as he moved his foot, it went back yeah, to normal. I was trying to think, like, is there, if a different action would have produced a different result? Or that just that the fear is paralyzing? I I think that's supposed to be it. Is that you're supposed to, like, you I don't know, use your mind to overcome the per, your perception and just proceed? Well, and you don't know what it is going into it. So he just ran into a yeah. mystery mist. Yeah, that actually doesn't seem like a good idea. I would not run into a magical mystery mist. <laughs> but I can't remember. Is it because you realize it's the shortest distance, or was that when he heard Fleur? Uh, I, th- I don't know if the scream came before or after. It might have been because he wanted to get to Fleur. Yeah. So he he hears Fleur scream, which we assume I is mad eye attacking her right you're supposed to assume that the maze got her well yes (laughs) Um, actually maybe that would have been better a better maze would be all the teachers trying to hex the crap out of you in the maze (laughs) i don't know if that's ethical okay (laughs) i mean they kind of did because the teachers must have set it up well yeah i suppose and then not that for the, not that left. And then not that much longer, he overhears Crumb performing Crucio on Cedric. Okay, but Crumb was in period, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that's, that's not okay. I mean, they could have all been played dirty like that. For real. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But no. Um, it's not Crumb really doing it. And so I guess he saves Cedric from Crumb. Yeah, well... He- and yeah, they go they their stuns, separate ways. He stuns Crumb, and then he sends up. This is what you could also do if you meet someone. You send up red sparks and then run away. Because <laughs> they sent up sparks for Crumb, and so he like he didn't quit of his own accord. They quit for him. Uh huh. And he also like because when he's hanging upside in the mist, he's like, I could just quit at any point. Harry could have just quit if he. Like, if we really believe that he is, harm is going to befall him, he could have gone in there and quit and come out alive. Yeah. Harry Potter doesn't quit, though. (sighs) Very stubborn of him. Yeah. Okay. But then the next one is is a riddle. Okay. And the answer is spider. Okay. But you tell me... Did you get spider from this? Did you try to read the riddle and figure yes, it out? Yes, because I didn't remember the, the answer. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try and figure it out when she says it. Um, 
And I did figure it out. And maybe I was aided by very faint recollections, but I really don't think so. Because I got the er... Maybe because I rem- when I read it, I, the part about the word often stumbled or whatever, I knew was er. Mm-hmm. And then I got, just like Harry did, the spy. I was like, a spider. I got it. Oh, okay, well, I tried, and You're clearly I not a Ravenclaw. No. I told you that's why I was would be afraid of the riddles, because I'm not clever. <laughs> so it's the first... Okay, first, think of a person who lives in disguise, who deals in secrets and tells not but lies. Okay, spy. I still couldn't come up with that, but once you okay. say that, fine. <laughs> Next, tell me what's always the last thing to mend, the middle of the middle, the end of the end. The D, the letter D. I don't the get that. The letter is in the middle of the word middle and the end of the word end. The letter D. I did. I oh, s- the last oh, thing actually, to mend. Oh, actually, I got met. that the first time. Even before I got the error, I got that. Just saying. Are you kidding that's a very, me? That's a common thing in that. middles, though. Like, if you have are you a no, riddle master it, but i have seen like that that's a common trick some you have to think about the letters sometimes so it's the letter d and it throws you off because the okay, words never would have got like, the words are implying locations too but that's irrelevant it's the letter d oh brother okay and then during the search for a hard to find word now string them together and answer me this what creature would you be unwilling to kiss er, okay so I, er. they say er not er, um there but i yeah well i was thinking um and i couldn't think of anything <laughs> that ended in um that was the only <laughs> okay well fine <laughs> good job okay so he gets to go through but if he didn't answer he was allowed to turn around or if he answered wrong he would be attacked yes <laughs> so after he gets by the sphinx he sees cedric and the cup but Cedric's going to get there first. Yeah, which seems also weird to me that there are two ways to get to it. Okay, but well, this is what I'm okay. talking about. I'm about to say. So then he warns Cedric about the spider that appears behind him. That's, I think Cedric either goes the other way or couldn't do the riddle. And it's either answer the riddle where the question is the answer is spider or face a real spider. Um... Oh, come on. That's obviously it. Okay, I think that's kind of clever, but it doesn't quite make sense. Because, like, Cedric runs out of somewhere else. Cedric doesn't run past him. He would have had to run past Harry if he came from the way that Harry came by the Sphinx. Well, okay, either A, he could have gone a different way and never encountered the Sphinx and found the other entrance. So so then why would the the spider spider be coming from the Sphinx? Or, like... If he had gone a different way, why would it relate to the Sphinx? Because that's what I'm saying. Okay, there's two entrances to the maze. And the way you either get in is either if you go in one entrance, you answer the question Uh where the answer is spider. If you go in the other entrance, you defeat the spider. Oh, I thought you were saying like that Cedric answered it wrong and and the Sphinx turned into a spider. Okay. No, I was saying that there's two entrances and what they, the the thing blocking them is mirrors each other. Well, I believe that. (laughs) Who's clever now? Well, yes. And because <laughs> Hagrid seems to have put a lot of creatures in there. So, you know, one of Aragog's children. I don't know that Hagrid would be cool with that. Here, blow up my spider yeah. friends. That's true. <laughs> so they attack it together, basically. And in the process, Harry 
his leg is injured. Yeah, because he fell. Yeah. Uh, so he's like on the ground, all pathetic, like the spider's defeated. And it's Cedric's cup to uh, win. And then they have like this annoying noble off. Like, no, you take it. No, you take it. No, you helped me. No, you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, Harry even says to Cedric, stop being noble, which made me laugh. Because <laughs> that's what loud. he is. Yeah. Yeah. But then it is ultimately Harry's idea to tie for so, it. If Cedric had just gone for it, he would have been cooked still. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? I was thinking, oh, Harry, you had Cedric killed. Oh, wait, he's dead either way. Oh, he definitely would have died still. The only way he doesn't <laughs> die is I suppose if unless... Harry wins outright. Yes, which is what Cedric wanted him to do. So if Harry had been more proud, Cedric could have helped him to the... Of course, if that had happened too, then Cedric could have gotten help faster. Because he'd been like, whoa, Harry yeah. Potter just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of it, they grab the cup together. Oh, snap. It's a porky. Yeah. Shoot. Shoot. And I mean, there is like this question to like, wait, is this part of the tournament? But this doesn't feel right. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable assumption. Like, oh, they didn't yeah, tell but us it was about also this set up, part. Like, the first person to the cup wins. So if the first person then is portkeyed, like, there's no, what's the challenge? Yeah, huh? But they quickly figure it out as Wormtail. And baby Voldemort approach. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, I did not find this as freaky and disturbing as I did the first time. Because <laughs> it is really... It, it, and this, it's I mean, scary. we worked up to it, obviously, in the books. But it is so, so different than really what we've seen. You know, we've gotten a few of these, like, Voldemort killing scenes this book. But all of a sudden, we're in a graveyard. We're stranded. And terrible things are happening. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, we're in the graveyard, and we'll no we take note that Tom yes. Riddle's name is on the grave. And then we just have baby Voldemort <laughs> just says, kill the spare, and, and Cedric is dead. That was horrifying the first time, too. Yes. We were like, oh, my gosh, yeah. now I'm safe. And this is, our, I think, our first, like, in-person sort of death right well i mean well we saw frank get killed like we were frank in that scene yeah but we only knew frank for like yeah. five seconds that's true but i think in this in the books the fourth book is the first one with real death isn't it uh, probably yeah i think so yeah yeah, that is rough. On set, you that that's where the whole the whole series yes. turns, right? Is when Setless innocent boy dies. Yeah. The spare, smiling, shining, bright, lovely Cedric gone. Oh, and he was so pretty, and everyone liked him. So sad. He was just a boy. Yeah, and then we have this horrifying description of Baby Voldemort, <laughs> as I like to call him. <laughs> He's the shape of a crouched child 
And that phrase instantly drew to mind one of the last scenes of the series when he's in that weird train station and there's the crying yes, child. I thought the same thing, especially because I just watched that movie, like I said. And like, so I have that image fresh and what they described and what is shown in that movie are very much the same thing. Oh, really? Okay. It says it describes hairless, scaly, reddish black with a flat face and red mm. eyes. Yeah. Ugh. Not not pretty. No. We'll get obviously we'll get to that, but that scene makes me horribly uncomfortable. Oh, baby gross Voldemort. Well, the like the the sobbing baby oh. gross Voldemort. Oh, yeah. It makes me feel weird. But um so then we put baby Voldemort <laughs> in the cauldron. I mean he like in, I mean, he is vulnerable in this stage, too. I know. You just want to be like Wormtail. <laughs> just bash his head in. Yeah. Yeah. That would free Wormtail in a lot of ways. I don't think he really wants to cut his hand off. No. He does not. But he doesn't. He, we know he so, does Yeah. So then we start making this potion, and it's... Yeah. I'm just saying. We know he doesn't stand up to anyone. Oh, No. Because he's a, he's essentially a coward. Yes. He's a Gryffindor coward, right? Oh, but we talked about this. Yes. The thing he admires. But it, yes. Okay. Anyway. So the potion is bone of the father unknowingly given, which is why we're at Tom Riddle's grave. Also disturbing. Yeah. Flesh of the servant willingly given. Mm-hmm. Although... To give it to Wormtail, it does take a, at least a momentary amount of courage to cut off your own hand. Well, I'm not sure why he needed the whole hand. He needed the whole flesh, man. <laughs> also, what if your dad isn't dead? Uh, well, dad, why do you think Voldemort killed him? That was a long time ago. <laughs> he killed him because he hated him. That's why. Okay, well... Presumably, if you're willing to make a potion like this, you're probably willing to kill your dad. Hi. And then blood of the enemy forcibly taken. Mm-hmm. Less hairy. Presumably, which make, well, at least Voldemort thinks this will make the spell more powerful. That it's not just any enemy, but Harry Potter. Yeah, he's very insistent on that. And, I mean, Voldemort's mm -hmm. kind of into ritual things. Oh, yeah. You know? So it makes sense, like, my demise is, as he tells his death eaters, like, this was my demise, but I fooled you, like, <laughs> I will win now. And he also no. sort of, like, by doing that, he kind of overcomes part of the protection spell, too. Oh, is that how it well, works? That makes I sense. Mean, not all of it, but before he couldn't touch him, and now he can touch him. And that's not just because he has a new body, but because he made a new body with Harry Potter. Yeah, like, part of that is now with him, too, kind of thing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, you mean part of Hera's mother's protection, yeah. you think, is well, with that's him? that's what Voldemort says. Like, now that oh. that's part of me, now I can touch him, then he touches him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, Voldemort's back. Yeah, and then he just like rises up and very quickly is like, robe me, robe me, I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be embarrassing if you're the Dark Lord. Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know if you can remember, but when you read this the first time, did you think he was going to stay returned for the rest of the series? Mm-hmm. I didn't really see a way that Harry was about to win in this, I don't think. So, yes? I mean, right, typically we have this, um, the climactic scene, the battle, the good versus evil, and, you know, there's some tough spots, but Harry's looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Harry's not looking really good right now. No. And even when he kind of succeeds Voldemort still maintains his form so it doesn't repeat the cycle of oh we thwarted his return and we'll come back come back next book where we'll thwart it again everything has changed yeah but okay so then after he's risen he summons the death eaters by touching wormtail's dark mark mm-hmm which you have to assume was a like a magical invention of his own. I'm going to brand you with this thing that now glows as I'm getting stronger and I can summon you with it. Yeah, it's kind of clever. It is. Um, but as he's waiting for the Death Eaters to come back, he gives a mini bad guy soliloquy <laughs> about his backstory. Wait. What? What did, we, what did he tell us? He told us, oh, that my father was a muggle Mm -hmm. who left his mother, who was a witch, and he therefore he hated his father, and he killed him, and that we've also found out his mother died in childbirth. Um. I think I originally thought that Dumbledore tells us all this, but Voldemort says it himself. So now he's a poor, sad orphan. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, he's a poor, sad orphan. But this was his real family. Yes. The Death Eaters who are now arriving are his real family. But do you think he feels any real affection for them? Uh, Not. I mean, there are strong emotions, but I don't know if affection is one of them. It's like Mm -hmm. admiration of bravery and loyalty and servitude. Yeah. And he's not generally too pleased with them. (laughs) (laughs) They're lackluster. Yeah, and we get the lines like, okay, so apparently maybe you didn't come looking for me because you assumed I was gone. Well, you all knew the steps I took long ago to guard myself against mortal death, idiots. Yeah, which all those Death Eaters knew about his horcruxes? Well, there aren't that many Death Eaters. How did cause so much destruction? Well... They murder a lot of people. I don't know. What do you mean? Like you're saying there's, like that's, like that's how they can keep this great secret is there's not that many. Then how can they cause such destruction and reigns of terror? Yeah. I also wonder if there weren't followers that were like granted Death Eater oh. status. That's probably true. Yeah. Um. 
So he, he, we find Lucius, of course, is the Death Eater. No surprise there. Yeah. And that he is the one who started the shenanigans at the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, but actually didn't uh, didn't step up <laughs> when it things got real. Yeah, he didn't cast no. the Dark Mark. And he, he ran away. <laughs> yeah. And like some names we sort of know, but not really. Yeah. Crab and Goyle's dad, obviously. Or executioner. McNair, yes. Mm-hmm. He mentions the Lestranges, but they're still in mm-hmm. Azkaban. I mean, do we... I don't really want to go down this road in part because I don't want to think about it. But I'm sure there's great information out there and people who have thought about this intentionally, carefully, about sort of the the theology of all of this. Right? Of the series in some ways. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you're kind of... You're getting some of your, you know, love, sacrificial things. And then, I mean, this is sort of the, you know, he is risen again and my, who are my disciples that will return to me and believe me, who are my doubt, like, doubters? There's got to be some theological things you can pull out of that. Are you calling Voldemort Jesus? I'm really trying not to. That's my point. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of themes. I mean, it's a cult of personality, right? What? Didn't you hear that phrase, a cult of personality? No. Oh. Well, you usually ascribe it to people like Joel Osmond and, or people who sell you weight loss products or or something, you know, people with slick hair and who say things that dumb people believe. Are you calling all the deputies dumb? Well, no. I guess not. No, I mean, it has... Sure, obviously some people are... You know, support him out of fear, but there's also an intentional worldview in it, too. Yeah. Okay, so when he's talking about, you know, making himself immortal, I'm like... What is your long-term plan? Because isn't, like, ruling the wizard world with an iron fist going to get boring after a few years? I I don't know what he would like to, you know, maybe he would like to retire from Dark Lord status and enjoy, <laughs> you know, enjoy some, you know, relaxing, mild-mannered torture here and there. I don't know. <laughs> mild-mannered torture. Although I guess he has aspirations to, like, uh, get rid of the International Statute of Secrecy and subjugate the Muggles. Yeah, he can wreak havoc on the whole world. There's really no boundaries there. Okay. So I guess he's got a pretty long-term plan in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he also, I mean, he makes mention of some Dementors that are dead, but then three who are missing. Mm -hmm. One is too cowardly. That is presumably Karkaroff, right? Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because he's always freaking out to Snape, and he's not there. Right. And he will be killed, basically. Um, yeah, one who's left me forever. 
which is Snape. What? Because now, because Voldemort now knows about Snape, that Snape is at the school of Dumbledore. So at this point, Dumbledore thinks that Snape is a traitor. He's the one that left forever. Wait, I feel like you're saying contradictory things. Voldemort thinks that Snape left forever? Yes, Voldemort... at this point is under the correct impression that Snape is a traitor. Okay, you said Dumbledore thought he was a traitor. Oh, sorry, (laughs) no. Okay, so he's the one who's missing. He's that one. Okay. And later he'll come back and convince Voldemort that no, he's really on his side. That hasn't happened yet. And our third is his most faithful servant, who's already returned to his service. And is currently at Hogwarts. Yeah. Which, of course, remember, too, Harry's just there. I mean, he must be horrified and terrified, and he's tied up and bound. But now he's hearing that, too, and is like, okay, so someone is at Hogwarts trying to get me. (laughs) Successfully getting me. Okay, and so then we'll get more Voldemort backstory. He's like, let me all tell you about my life. <laughs> well, he's been hiding. He's, okay, he has been in the woods for mm, 12, 13 years, basically, as in a lifeless mm-hmm. form. So he hasn't had a lot of social interaction. Not a lot of people to gloat to about his power and prowess. So this is his big moment. <laughs> That's true. Although there's a lot of telling how pathetic he was, really. But it makes his return all the more grand. And he wants to shame them a little, too. Yes. So he mentions, oh, he's a formless void or something. (laughs) Hiding in the forest. But he still has, like, a power of possession. Right. A.K.A. Quirrell. Yeah. Um... So yeah, he did. He does talk about possessing Coral. That didn't work out, and then he talks about well how Wormtail comes seeking him out, and on his way brings mm-hmm. Bertha. And we get a lot of good information from her. So that's our plan. In yes. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a line about. The that Dumbledore's spell is protecting Harry while he's in his relative's care. Yeah, I thought that was just part of the normal thing. I didn't think Dumbledore was active in it besides insisting that Harry lived there. What do you mean it was part like of the, the normal, normal your thing? mother died spell? Oh, no, yeah, I think it is special. Some sort of it's not it's not a secret keeper situation. But some sort of other kind of spell. I mean, Voldemort does admit, like, hey, I forgot about this old magic. That was my bad. I overlooked that. Yeah. (laughs) But no longer. But you can understand how I'd forget about love. (laughs) Now we're we're done with the self-aggrandizement. Get down to business. Okay. Right, so again, I'm just... Like, seriously, he lived for a long time in the forest as a formless void thing. It's like a long time. 
and then he had that one year with Quirrell, and he squandered it. Which he thought that was his only chance. So Wormtail returning was a big deal. But, right, so the reason he's alive is because of the Horcruxes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. he has... So, is it that the part of his soul left in his body is what's floating out there? Or is it like, you have a Horcrux and you can go cash one in? Like, oh shoot, I died. <laughs> Let me get this one. Time to reinstate it. <laughs> but then you're down a Horcrux, right? Or is it that it lives on eternally separate from you and you just like steal some of its essence? Like, will it back to your half soul body thing? Well, I don't think the Horcruxes have anything to do with his return. Right, but they are the one. But for his, like, existing even in a non existent way during those years okay i yeah i like what you said about that 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 formless thing is the little bit of his soul that he has left i like that i don't know we're gonna go with that that seems good So just his body died but his broken soul yeah was so it's it's is tethered by the other pieces of his soul in the horcruxes they just like it's a a web of Voldemort essence floating about. Yeah, yes. That could be like a new body spray. Just... Essence of Voldemort. <laughs> you should market that. See how that goes. It, it has a select um, market, really. Yes. I had to go sell that mm, one on Nocturne Alley. I'd be okay. If, even if it was Nocturne Alley, if I got to live there, I'd be fine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now it's time to get to the business of murdering Harry Potter, but not without giving him a little crucio first. Yeah, and I mean, we'll get to the big scene next time, but, and again, in our Voldemort and Harry are kind of similar in a lot of ways, Voldemort can't help but use this chance to kind of show up. He's already made his grand scene, his grand resurrection narrative, called all his followers back, gave his sad soliloquy. Now here I am from my death, from my, you know, from Harry, who was my downfall. Now you and you alone are here and part of my rebirth. But I just, you know, I have to prove that I'm really better than you. You all have to see that. You need to believe it for yourself mm-hmm. so let's just untie harry potter and give him his wand back because he's just this little kid and so i can impress you one is that really that impressive you know yeah beating you, a kid you're, why you you know he's caused you quite a few problems just like you're all there just do it <laughs> like all together now on three yeah i I guess Harry's stupid with his nobility and Voldemort's stupid with his uh, yeah, pride, I guess. And power I don't know. And showmanship and pride and all that. Yeah. Although it does make a little bit of sense. So like, okay, you have all these people who really didn't give a crap about you for a long time and you and to like cement your power, maybe it would play well to 
kill him convincingly. But although we know that that fails and he still manages right. to keep his I death mean, he eaters, just so I don't know. Resurrect himself, basically. Yeah, where's the <laughs> round of applause for that? Well, they're all probably a lot of them don't really want to be there, but Oh, okay, I did like how they all come in their Death Eater robes. So I imagine them getting the dark the dark mark signal and they're like, Oh crap, where are my robes? Where are my robes? <laughs> they're not just regular black robes. No, I think they're like special Death Eater. They do have the, hood, they have the hoods and stuff. Got other unfortunate implications. Yeah, I don't know that that's yeah, no, accidental. But still. But. Yeah, so things are not looking good. I remember the the feeling in my heart reading this. It is. It's I mean, it was really, the first time was really bad. It was horrible. Yes. Yeah. I mean, presumably you know he's not going to die, but you don't, don't feel it in that moment. That. We've made it four books. Like, there could be a whole other saga. So the next one will be like Ron Weasley and the boy who died. It will be like Voldemort. Versus Dumbledore or something. You know, I don't, it just, mm. like, it felt way less certain this time than it did the other times. Yeah, fine. He was going to make it. Not this time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because Cedric uh, just yeah, died. Anything goes. You're in a graveyard. He has a whole body again. You've got all those Death Eaters. Plus a. Yeah, Death Eaters. No. Oh, okay, I'm scared again already. <laughs> okay, but we'll have to press onward so we can feel a little bit better about it. It doesn't get better immediately, though. Or at all. It really doesn't get better from no. here. Dang it. Because <laughs> now everything <laughs> changes, and we're always worried, and it's all dark and ominous, and terrible things happen, and we have to be moody and upset, and don't care about school oh this is the worst <laughs> <laughs> okay well we're not to book five yet but i know you said that that's the one you read the least so we'll have to see if your opinion uh, yeah. still holds you know even though it is like obviously a very distinct shift i still end up liking it and i'm kind of excited to get into that actually the unraveling of what's going on in the horcruxes and everything yeah, it does seem... I still, though... It seems like Harry should have... Does he mention this? Like, oh, yeah. By the way, he's a mortal. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll have to look out for that in our Dumbledore discussions. Um, So, yeah, tune in next week, and we're going to finish The Goblet of Fire. So, there are four chapters left, and we'll read all the last four chapters, and... Watch that movie, and I want to pay attention to that Barty Crouch trial oh, scene. Oh, yeah, how he acts. Yeah, if that's where my memory came from, or I made it up. Uh, so tune in next time for that. It'll be fun. We'll recap the book. Be in a little bit less mortal peril by the end. <laughs> it's still going to suck. It's still going to suck. I know, but we'll have questions answered. Things will be clarified. Yeah, it's true. You get a lot of information. That's, I mean, so that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and we'll get sweet justice on Rita Skeeter. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. You feel better now? Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, you can follow us at Weird Sisters Pod, and if you would like to rate and review us on iTunes, that would be great. 
Tune in next time for our Goblet of Fire wrap-up. And we'll talk to you then. Bye.